¿Qué tal a todos ustedes? Aquí reportándome, soy Arnel, en este sí programa Disconnected with Catholic.dad. Soy un católico, padre de familia, hijo, hermano, esposo y previamente coordinador del Ministerio de Adolescentes. Solo busco la santidad como seguidor de quien más que nuestro Señor Jesucristo. En estos podcasts estaremos compartiendo las experiencias, puntos de vista, altos y bajos de la fe, la vida, la iglesia y lo que sea que se nos aparezca por el camino. Aquí no hay temas buenos o malos, solamente charla honesta y la verdad para conectar generaciones y situaciones. No se sarmiente para salir de acuerdo, pero sí para escuchar. Este podcast no mantendremos clasificado G para una audiencia general, porque todo lo que haremos es para Dios. Dicho eso, espero que oigan y al final sientan que lo que se hablo aquí realmente tuvo conexión con sus vidas. Welcome back to another episode of Disconnected with Catholic.dad. Right here, we are here in Fontana at St. Mary's Catholic Church. We're talking to Grupo Genesis, the Spanish youth ministry here at St. Mary's. We're here with their coordinator and a couple of their members um, just to talk to them about what makes their, their ministry tick, what, how long it's been. I think it's like, what, how many years have you guys been active? Like, I think you guys had like your quinceañera recently. 16 years, right? 16 years this year. Now, for you people out there who's been doing ministry for a while, 16 years, beat that. But as usual, we like to introduce who we have in our crew, in our podcast here. So let's uh, let's introduce ourselves. Let's start with uh, you guy right there, right in front of me. Uh, my name is Marcos Cárdenas. I am the coordinator, the new coordinator of uh, Genesis. Awesome. How long have you been the coordinator, Marcos? Uh, just started like uh, three months ago. Yeah. So, who else? You got Shui. Okay, my name is uh, Jesse Arias. I'm a volunteer. Once I received back in 2007 to 2012, I used to be part of the Genesis and I helped run it. Now I'm here volunteering with Marcos, helping him out. Yeah. Back in youth ministry. I just got to say that we're right here. I am starving. I'm like... Yeah, Chewy right here is like cooking up like what 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 meat is that? That's al pastor. Al pastor. It's like we're having a venta right here and it's also support the ministry. But Marcos, tell us what tell us what Genesis is about. I mean what is what makes Genesis tick and what makes it last for like sixteen years, bro? Sixteen years. That's a good question. It is. I mean that's, like, that's longevity. I guess like like any family is just uh they stick together, you know, it's a, it's a cultural right. thing. Being a Hispanic uh, youth ministry, uh, a lot of family oriented. A lot uh, of family. Love and a lot of uh, affection. So teens come to the ministry and sometimes looking for that. They yeah. like that at home. So we make them feel welcome. That's we make right. them feel that you know, part of their family, like extended family of Christ. Right, right. right. It's all family oriented. And that's one of the things I always saw and admired about you guys. It's kind of like. You had the moms, the dads, the aunts, the uncles, the family. Everyone is involved in ministry, and that's what ministry should be about. That's like, no, so what are you guys doing here tonight? I mean, it's like, what's this venta for? Oh, this venta is for just to, for the new funds, the new funds of uh, 
for our new retreat coming up in November. Awesome. So we're raising funds. Uh, Hennessy has always been an active group as far as fundraising. We're always doing betas. We're always Something's going on. It's always... Food. It always has to do with food. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, you know what? Just like in my family, you know, everything revolves around food. So as, as a new coordinator, Marcos, I mean, what's like your vision? What, what, what's your vision for this coming year? And, and it's like, what's your guys' plan? What are you guys going to do? It's like, you guys have like massive amounts of people. This this coming year, we, we actually need to work a lot on our corporate work to mercy. We need to be out there. We need to take the, the gospel out there to the streets. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we, other than the retreats, which we're very talented at and very good at, uh, we need to work on our formation and basically um, go out there and, and evangelize. Awesome. You know, I think I think every goal of, of every ministry is to reach out to the youth because you only have them for so long. And it's like, well, how do you plant these seeds? And I think you know, 16 years again, got to say that that it's been amazing. Um, even, even just yeah. I, I'm sorry, I'm distracted because I'm like just eyeing this food right here, <laughs> just eyeing this food. And it's like she was like stirring it up. It's like just blowing in my face. It's like put it in my mouth already. Uh, but but anyways, it's it's amazing what you guys are doing and and, and everything that you guys do. Now we got Paredes right here behind us, and, and it's like when this guy speaks, it's like people listen because he's like. He's like gifted, you know. Some people have like that gift uh, with 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 the word and gift with the tongue. You know, when he spoke, even though it's like I, I, you know, Spanish is like not my second or third or fourth language. But when he spoke one time, I was like, I was like just amazed at what he was saying. So I want to ask Perez to say something about why he's involved in this ministry, what he's doing, what he does. I think he's part of of the ministry. So so. So you say in Spanish, man. Pues la motivación que tenemos es principalmente la salvación de las almas de los jóvenes, guiarlos por un buen camino, que sean hombres y mujeres de bien. Y al ver los frutos que han dado estos 16 años, pues nos nos inspiran y nos animan a seguir trabajando para estos muchachos menores de edad que tienen mucho talento, que tienen muchas cualidades, muchas virtudes y que lo mejor que están en el camino del Señor, entonces pues tenemos esa, esa bendición de poder, este, esa voluntad de poder estar con ellos y apoyarlos mientras Dios nos dé licencia. Yeah. Y gracias por la oportunidad de, de compartir. Yeah. And so, this is what's amazing about this group. These are all volunteers. You guys are all volunteers, right? I mean, no one here gets paid. I mean, you get off work, you come over here, you start, you know, cooking up a storm, you're talking to the youth, you're investing your time. And, and most, most churches don't have this. I mean, you guys are literally giving of your time. I'm like looking at all the mothers over here, like preparing the food. And we're going to talk to the mothers a little bit later. And then at the very end, we're going to talk about uh, with, the, with the youth. And, and so I just got to share that, that the fact is, if you want to learn something about, about youth ministry in the Spanish sense of the, with Pastoral Juvenil, this church, you got to come and see, and you got to speak to these guys. Speak to Paredes, speak to Chuy, speak to um, um, Nadia and Marcos. Um, talk to them about what they're doing and how they're doing it. All right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to bring up the parents next. 
Okay, coming back, we just spoke with Marcos and Paredes and Chewy and talked about the, they're the leaders of this ministry. And so one of the biggest, most important things in this ministry that I always observe are the parental, um, the parents. And here we are, we have some of the mothers here who's like um, preparing some of the food for this event. And we're going to just ask them like a couple of the questions. So uh, I also have with me one of the guys who is part of our podcast we always say that we always have a co-host that's a youth member here and so we have Enrique who's going to be our co-host this evening just to be able to ask the questions because you know Catholic.dad doesn't speak Spanish so he's going to be our translator and actually he's going to be our primary interviewer or, or heading this uh, this podcast so um, Enrique if you have any questions you want to ask just go ahead but one of the things I want to know is is um, one how long have you been involved in ministry and and why and why what 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 got you started involved in ministry you know people want to know that i think when when people hear that you've been doing this for 16 years people want to know what's the secret what's the secret so ahorita les queremos preguntar a ustedes que han estado en este ministerio por mucho tiempo que como cuánto tiempo exacto han estado aquí en este ministerio y por qué pues qué es la que es lo que los motiva a seguir pues con este ministerio Uh, una de las razones que a mí me motiva es uh, motivar a los jóvenes con mi ejemplo, uh, dándoles el ejemplo que como papá me gusta también participar para que ellos se motiven a, a participar en, en las cosas relacionadas con nuestro Padre Dios. El ejemplo de un padre cuenta mucho para que el hijo se motive al ver que, que yo como padre vengo y me motivo y hago lo mejor que yo puedo, mi hijo se motiva a seguir mi ejemplo. Esa es una de las razones que, que me motiva a estar aquí. Wow. Enrique? Uh, we're right in the middle of a venta, so we will have like minor interruptions and, and things like that. But, but what, about, what about you guys? So, Ustedes como parte del grupo, pues, ¿cuál es su cuál es su rol en el grupo? Pues, ¿qué, qué, son, qué hacen ustedes como parientes, además de, pues, pues um, traer a sus niños? Pues, ¿qué, ¿Qué más hacen para pa el grupo en general? Um, yo soy... Sí. Yo soy Ana Méndez y este mi esposo fue el que originalmente empezó sí. el programa. Se llama Gabriel Méndez, hace 16 años, yo no tengo 16, tengo como menos tiempo, pero yo el grupo estoy en él porque me gusta mucho la motivación de los jóvenes, ayudar a los jóvenes, especialmente en esta etapa que hay mucha controversia en la escuela, muchas cosas sí. que los niños están pasando, entonces uh, yo mis niñas ya están grandes, so me gusta ayudar a, la, a los adolescentes sí. y me encanta mucho verlos sonreír. Uh, cuando hacemos dinámicas, hacemos retiros y muchas cosas, eventos como ahorita, la comida que estamos haciendo me encanta apoyar a los jóvenes. And, and I can't address that enough how much you and Gabriel have created such an impact and some of the youth that I even speak with that 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 um, one of the things is the, the, the effect that you've had that you provided a place for them to go, a place for them to go when when they were having problems and i think that's one of the things with regards to what's important with regards to having hispanic youth ministry within a parish is because there are different things there are different themes there are different things that issues that we have to face there's different family issues 
that, that not one thing fits it all. And I think that's where um, there was a need at this parish and you guys filled it. And so that's that's what's so amazing. Now, tell us a little bit more about, about you know, like Hennessy's is famous for its retreats. Like, tell oh. us about those retreats. Dijeron sobre que Génesis es el puente pues entre, entre el mundo y Dios pues y que ustedes quieren conectar a esos jóvenes que están perdidos en el mundo a Dios. So Génesis es muy conocido pues por sus retiros. So queremos saber pues uh, cómo se organizan estos retiros, cómo se hacen, qué hacen para preparar, quiénes los dirige y todo lo que todo lo que hay que saber sobre un retiro pues de jóvenes. Génesis es un programa donde se les habla de Dios, se les ayuda, se hacen dinámicas como había comentado y se les ayuda mucho a los jóvenes a que abran, se abran un poco porque en veces tienen esa dificultad de hablarse, a, a abrirse con sus papás, entonces ahí en Génesis este, los, uh, los dejamos que hablen, los dejamos que actúen como en veces los papás no los dejan, pero también con un reglamento donde tenemos que seguir la palabra de Dios y no nomás quedarnos en que vienen y hacen lo que quieren, no tenemos reglas. Ah, pero los jóvenes están contentos porque hacemos actuaciones en los retiros, hacemos um, muchos eventos que no se pueden decir porque es se pierde el encanto de un retiro para los jóvenes entonces pero sí es una cosa muy bonita muchos muchachos han venido tristes decaídos con problemas de drogas que no hablan que no son sociales entonces génesis está para ayudarlos en ese en ese sistema de depresión y cosas así pero necesitaría un joven venir o un papá venir a integrarse al grupo para que pueda agarrar más información y miren nuestras actividades y las clases que se le dan a los muchachos. Now, one, one thing I want to know is there are a lot of youth in this parish, a lot. There's a lot of them. And, you know, doing youth ministry, you don't see all of them. So what do you want to say or, or what do you have to say to those parents whose children are not involved in ministry um, what, what do you want to say to them um, you know because they're, they're just not coming or no, no, no tendría algún mensaje pues porque sabemos que aquí hay muchos hay muchos jóvenes que que están en la iglesia pues por, por sus padres pero no, no están en, 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 en verdaderamente uh, dentro de un grupo no están así tienen esa relación con Dios pues so qué, qué les quería decir a esos padres pues que, uh, para como pa motivarlos a traer a sus niños pues cua, cuáles son unas palabras que les quieren decir a esos padres que tal vez no, no llevan a sus niños o, o a esos niños que no quieren venir por cualquier motivo nosotros, yo les daría el consejo a los papás que le dieran una oportunidad al grupo, que vinieran y se presentaran y nos dieran la oportunidad de enseñarles lo que es Génesis. Ah, desafortunadamente sí hay muchos jóvenes aquí, los hemos invitado, pero como los papás están en otros ministerios, se enfocan más en el ministerio de los papás. Entonces, este, yo ya he invitado a muchos jóvenes y no que mi mamá está en el ministerio de acá y que esto y lo otro, pero sí, papás, anímense. Hay mucho joven que necesita ayuda, papá. Apoyen a sus hijos y tráiganlos a la iglesia a que conozcan. Aunque estén aquí, están afuera ahí nomás caminando, pero 
Hay, hay varias actividades que se hacen durante aquí el grupo de Génesis. Entonces, papás, dense la oportunidad y denle la oportunidad a sus hijos de venir a conocer más jóvenes y poder ayudar y apoyar más al, al grupo. Now, one of the things too is, is I always see that there's a lot of support that parents give to the parents. And sometimes I see you guys giving talks to the parents while the youth are having that. I mean, how, how does a parent get involved in that? Or how do you invite people to join that? So, ¿cómo es una de las maneras? Porque lo que vemos mucho también en Génesis es que también se enfocan en darles clases a los padres. pues. ¿Y cómo hacen para que los padres vengan y... Y, y puedan venir a escuchar est estas pláticas pues mientras los jóvenes tienen otras pláticas de, de su nivel pues de adolescentes lo que hacemos es hacemos las invitaciones a, a todos los papás de que vengan y como digo dense el tiempo de que no nomás venir y dejar a sus hijos aquí y irse y luego regresar por ellos uh, las, las pláticas son muy importantes son muy educacionales para que uno pueda entender a sus hijos por lo que están pasando entonces les invitamos a todos los papás que vengan que vengan y se den el tiempo de venir no nomás a dejar a sus hijos sino que también ustedes vengan a conocer la palabra de Dios para que como familia caminen todos juntos y no el hijo esté preparado en veces preguntan a los papás una pregunta y el papá se queda no sé entonces papás por favor anímense vengan y apoyen a los jóvenes y vengan a alimentarse de la palabra de Dios bring them to hear the word Thank you for, for speaking with us. And right now we're going to move to talking with the youth themselves and, and see what their perspective is with regards to, um, to Genesis Adolescentes. We'll be right back. Hey, did you know that our podcast is sponsored by Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R F-M. Welcome back. And this time of the podcast, we spoke to uh, the coordinators and we spoke to the parents. And this time around, we're going to talk to the core of this youth ministry, um, Genesis Adolescentes. We're going to talk to the youth themselves and who's going to tell us what, what their ministry is about, why they're in it, what's been going on, what they're looking forward to, and why they stay. And the reason, folks, why it's so noisy here is we're actually at Aventa in our church plaza, you know, the podcast studios, the plaza. But we're literally in the middle of, of Aventa. It's all these people who are, like, eating. Um, so, so we're going to do what we usually do. We're going to introduce ourselves so you guys know who's on the other side of this podcast. So let's talk to the person closest to me. So here you go. Hello everyone, um, my name is Enrique, I will be co-hosting this um, this episode, and we have some of the Genesis members here, uh, old and new, you know, we gotta bring the old heads back to talk about how, how Genesis was in the past, the differences, the similarities, all that good stuff, so, would you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, my name is David, I'm uh, in Genesis group, 
Kimura from the Ritchie from April. I'm What about you guys? Hello, my name is Esteban Cisneros. I'm from OG Genesis from OG Genesis. From 2012 all the way from 2017. <laughs> yeah, a lot of change from Genesis from the back from the present. Yeah, so what have you been doing since then? What I've been doing since then um, I used to be part of a core like life team stuff, helping out for the teenagers. Right now I'm like trying to take a break. I focus on working school now. So you're no longer in high school. No longer high school, yeah. of course. All right. So Esteban is in college, and then we have we have this guy here. He's, his hair is kind of like slicked back and cut. <laughs> um, my name's David Solorza. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's. What kind of voice is that? Someone's got a radio voice, like deep voice right there. <laughs> Ladies, this man right here got this deep voice. Um, deep. Let's hear that again. <laughs> my name is David Solorza de Gallo. Um, I'm currently a junior in my high school. My high school is called Bloomington High School, and I've been in Genesis since like seventh grade or eighth grade. And yeah, I'm like one of the old servidores here, so that's me. All right. What? What? You mentioned servidores. So what is a servidor? It's like. A server for God, server slash follower. We basically help the, the young ones that need that special help to find a like an encounter with Jesus to make them feel His love and what He could do to them. And next All right. Well, my name is Gerardo, and I'm in Genesis Group. I'm a server to help the people, the kids that are lost, to find God in their hearts. What school do you go to? Uh, Bloomington High School as a junior. Alright. Hello, um, my name is Tony. Um, I am a junior in Bloomington High School and everybody knows me because of like my long hair, you know. If you come to Genesis you'll be like, oh look, is that kid with the long hair? Well that's me, you know, the short kid with long hair. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like like his hair right now, uh, like like it is it is nice. Yeah. <laughs> he's looks got like that nice Jesus hair. Diego Linus. <laughs> The what? Diego Linus, he's a soccer player from Mexico. That's the same long hair as him. Really? You yeah. have his hair? Yes, I do. Well, you better go back and give it back. He's probably missing <laughs> it. So, so tell us, tell us what, 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 well, I asked what a servidor is. And, and, you know, tell me, how do you become a servidor? It's like, how, how does that happen? Well, first, to become a servidor or a server, you have to live a retreat. Like, living retreats is like the most beautiful thing you ever do in your life. Like for me, when I first lived it, it was more, it was like very beautiful, but it's, it's different to people. But first, you st you have to live your retreat and afterwards start talking to the city village, join a youth group industry, or, and then from there you start working as a city village and you prepare yourself to serve for a retreat. Yeah. So, come on. So, well, also, other than becoming a city village from back then from Genesis, you used, like you said, we also like attended like treats. We're also like now attending from retreats and becomes to God. We also have, like teach, uh, teach and preach other youth, uh, youth about like pray the rosary, pray the Bible daily. How important it is to become a servant order of God and how to spread the good news around above other people. Yeah. So, um, what made you get into becoming a servant order? What was your drive, your motivation to do that? Because you know, we all have um, different goals, different drives. So what was yours? Why, what made you answer that calling of God to be his follower, his servant? Wait, wait, Enrique, you're asking me? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he was looking at you. <laughs> 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 
No, because like I was following my brother's footsteps back there. My brother Miguel, shout out to uh, Pom Pom, the, magi the magician. So he does great magic. But anyway, so I was like following my brother's footsteps. So he told me that hey, this guy named Jesus, like he's amazing. And I was like, cool. I like to be this guy named Jesus. I met him, Jesus Puentes. Shout out. <laughs> he's a pretty cool guy. He was in Hennessy's, right? Yes. Is that the guy? He's Oh, did you introduce you to? No, Jesus Christ, not Jesus Christ. Oh, friend. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the one who died for us since died on the cross, resurrected from the third day. Alright, alright. So what else? Like you were saying, when do you guys meet? We meet Mondays and Thursdays 7, but I think they changed it to 7.30 now, to 8.30. Yeah. Um, that's, that's when we meet at 7.30 and then we leave at 8.30. We begin group with a starter prayer, and then when we're about to end group, we end with the end prayer. But we ask for volunteers to do those prayers, of course. So, yeah. Um, and so, does does everybody go to that Monday, or what's your regular day? I mean, is there a regular day that you guys meet? Monday are the important days. It's for the servers to go to if they want to serve in the retreat. Those are like the important days. But also Thursdays come Thursdays. Well, both days are important, but the most important day is Monday. So, to be to like prepare yourself to serve in the retreat. Um, so, yeah, could you explain to them? So, David, a uh, question for you as a as a newer member of Genesis. Uh, what do you what do you feel about the Thursday group? Because I know you recently joined the crew of Servidores, and um, how did you first? How do you feel when you first started coming on Thursdays? I feel like I got a family. Like a new family with my um, people from my generation, I feel pretty comfortable with them. I can talk to them, like talking to them with personal stuff and. Like this is literally the first time I heard David speak. <laughs> <laughs> David speaks. Like this, this is like the most I've ever heard him say. It's like so, miracles happen. So David, uh, you said the. The group is like a family to you, like another family. Can you elaborate on that? Like, what what makes it feel like? What gives you that vibe of, of being a family? Like, what is it about the group that you know makes it feel like a warm place to be in, and not just like a bunch of goofy kids uh, talking about God for an hour? Um, you can say it's it's to too. me is to we take care of ourselves and other people like Enrique and David. We also with with the talks about God stuff or personal stuff. Now, one of the things that, that some of the parents says this 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 youth group has been around for 16 years. I mean, for that, I mean, I think that's been like older than some of you guys. So it's been it's been here even before you were born, and. And some of those guys that, that were here in the beginning are actually the old people that are, I mean, they're not old. Yeah, they're old. Um, they're the ones who are, like, serving and cooking up, like, the food right there. So what what do you what do you say with regards to um, to them, and, and what are you learning from them? From them? What I always learn is, was it called... Um, they're always consistently here at church, always helping, and that's a message that I gained from them. I kind of admire them at that because when, like, when I think of old people, I think of people that can't walk, you know, <laughs> back problems and stuff like that. That's and so, me, back problems. <laughs> and so, like, 
they're here helping the church and so I admire that like and I do that while I can you know like even like they their back is hurting and stuff like that but right now that I'm healthy young I'm very glad to help the church so in Genesis, you know, so since David was talking about how Genesis is like a family, and you know, it's very warmly. So as as a family, you know, uh, we're there to help each other in the good and the bad and the the rough times. So um, this is an open question for anybody who would like to answer. Have any of you guys ever ever had like ever came to Genesis with like a burden, with like something that was going on, and like you came out of it more relieved, more happier. Maybe not necessarily, you know, it solved that, that issue you were having at the moment, but, like, it, it helped get some pressure uh, off of your chest. Um, I did have some problems. Like, sometimes I'll have those terrible days. Like, like, you can see it in my face. I don't have to say anything or act anything. Like, you can see it in my facial expression. And every time when I walk through those doors, I always see the, the family I, or the people I call family. I always ask them for help. For me, like, I'm a person that uh, I don't like people helping me because if I started a problem, I want to end my own problem. But it's 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 so nice of others to help you with problems that my my family for Genesis to help me, they give me so much advice what to do. I mean, they cannot solve the problem for me, but they can give me advices. They can tell me anything what to do and what I could end it and what I could, like, do for... Basically, to end it or, like, probably not do it again. Like... They just give me so much advice that they helped me through life, basically. And I want to thank everybody from Genesis that has done that for me. And I'm very, I'm very like thankful for everybody that's in Genesis, to be honest. Um, if you guys want to say something else, uh, um, yes, all the time I will say that for sure. That like uh, I always have like problems with school or like stuff at home. Is after Genesis, there's always the blessed sacrament that's always open. Always come to the blessed sacrament. Always to pray to God that like help me, that some, to help me to build me the character and strength. And I can do all these problems. I always, by the end of the day, I always felt believe, felt believe. But sometimes my problems will always get solved. But eventually they do. And that's good with regards to having friends and families that that listen to you. And I think that's what you guys are trying to say. It's a place where people are and people are listening to you and people are hearing you. And that's very important with regards to youth group and, and having that family environment. But let's go back to, like, you know, Hennessy, I've always known, is famous for giving out retreats. Yes. And so with regards to the retreats, what does a servidor do? What do you do with regards to with your retreats? What is it that is expected of you or the ones you're, you're are you are you going to talk? What is it that you do with those retreats? Well, during the retreats, uh, what servers do, each server has an actual different job. Uh, uh, some people are put into kitchen, some pe- uh, into the kitchen. Some people are put into cleaning. And um, I'd be in the kitchen eating. Is that? You got a little snack, but nah, not a full lunch. <laughs> or some people are praying over the people when the blessed sacrament comes out to feel them inside and find God in the presence. Uh, some people help or help um, clean the restrooms. Make food and especially we do the the money. The dinamicas, those are like plays. We do we do those because to show them what could happen in the outside world and what it can like stop it or it can help them. And, and also, but like the we us to be noticed, 
And when you're not really doing anything like serving food, or whatever, or like by our own free time, we pray the rosary or we read the Bible during the the demas or the dinamicas and other activities for people that live in the street. So, like so basically, everyone, you know, your your leaders identify what charism or what gifts um, you have, and you're given a task, and and that's what you do, and that's what you're assigned as a server, right? Yeah. And so I assume that you know it. If it's like me, um, to me, I can't work in the kitchen and just eat. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that'd be cool. Exactly. To be honest, the yeah. thing that you do is that you don't. When you go up to the retreats, you don't serve yourself. We're called servers because we serve others. There you yes. go. There you That's yes. a big best, part Anthony. Of like our, yeah, yeah. gotta ring the bell on that one. There you <laughs> go. Oh, so best cool. answer for the night. <laughs> so yeah, a server. You're not there to be served, but you're there to serve the people who are coming to live the retreat. Mm -hmm. And so, so in order to be a server, you have to live out the retreat, right? Yes. yes. And so yes. it takes us to what's important that we need to know is we're having this venta. You guys are having this venta tonight to support the what? Our retreat in November is November 9th to 11th. 9, 10, 11. So it's a three-day retreat. So tell us because this podcast is going to be released right before that. So anyone hears that, what what am I going to expect? I mean, what's the top? You know, what, what am I going to expect? Where are we going? Um, is it going to be at the church? Is it going to be off, off, off-site? Is it going to be somewhere else? We're gonna uh, we're gonna have buses, I think, or or other people take them to the to the spot where the retreat's at. I heard. Oh, it's going to be in the mountains. Um, awesome. It's a beautiful place. That's what I heard. It's a beautiful place. And we once we get there, we start giving a talk to the, the to the youth. And from there when we're about to go to sleep, we separate the girls with the guys. Well we separate the girls from the guys. They get each cabin. Boys, 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 and girls, girls, girls. And in the morning they all they all eat breakfast with each other. And from there we they go back in to the place where they give talks, the namikas, where the um, blessed sacrament comes out, anything, and then from there we give them breaks. Sometimes we do activities, we do games to not bore them. But trust me, come to the retreat, like, like trust my word, come to the retreat. It'll be like the most beautiful thing you ever did in your life. Amen. Amen, brother. It's and so here's the thing, you know, there's such a thing as we call this pastoral juvenil, and and this is ministry to to Hispanic youth, uh, and there's there's a huge difference in between just ministry and Hispanic ministry. And you guys are actually working that. And I was hearing that that, um, that uh, Marcos was talking about earlier that you're actually going to do more things outside, working in the community, doing more action, action-based um, things. And I actually saw in your your um, your Instagram um, site, which is uh, Saint Mary's Hennessy's. Um, you guys gotta you guys gotta shout that out. So people and see your site. But you guys actually went to. Um, to a nursing home and you guys yeah some of you guys went to a nursing home and you guys were were hanging out with the the, the elderly people reading them stories and stuff like that and so that's things that you guys are doing so who who went to that all right tell us what you guys do so we went to an elderly home and we played with them games because they usually don't have people to go visit them and when we were there, we were having fun and he told us, oh, we never get this often. And it makes you really happy you guys are here to help us or play with us. Hmm. And see, and see, those are the things 
with regards to what people don't realize that people, youth, do more than just play games. It's like, as we said earlier with regards to the other youth groups, it's more than just playing games. Um, we're actually doing things out in the community. And so, um, you know, I want to shout out, I want to tell you guys that, you know, November, November 9th, 10th, and 11th is the Hennessy's Retreat. And so if you contact them, um, either through their Instagram page or, or contact St. Mary's office to ask about it, you know, get your youth to go to this retreat. And I think it's in Spanish and, and it's, bilingual. It's bilingual. It's Spanglish mostly. Yeah, it's Spanglish. And so, you know, and, and if you don't, I'm sure that there's someone's going to be there to help you understand it. Um, but definitely give it a try. Uh, and give give them give them the opportunity to to be of service. So I'm gonna go around and see if anyone wants to say some last things before we, we, um, we go out. There's one mandatory thing before you go to this retreat. You have to be ages 13, 13 through 17, or you could be 18. It doesn't matter. But 13, 13 to 18, you have to be. It's a youth group um, retreat that you could come to. But you have to be 13. Or 14, 15, 16, or 17, 18. Those are the ages you have to go. That's right. Um, yeah, so like if if you are young or youth come to this retreat, just have an open heart and then let the op- let the Holy Spirit come inside you and, and, and enjoy with the Word of God expressing inside your heart and mind and soul. And that's all I have to say for now. How about you, David? A couple uh, more words from David. The retreat last year me a lot because in the retreat, the dynamics, the, um, I had fun with other people, not just my friends and my family. And I promise you guys that if you come to this retreat, this retreat you guys won't, won't regret anything because yeah. it's really peaceful and it hits you really hard and you meet God. And and then you find a peace with them, you want to stay with them forever. Tony, what, you, what words do you have for us? Well, if you guys ever come to the retreat, um, if you guys ever feel the need to want to serve other kids like how we are during the retreat, if you ever want to make anybody feel happy, like maybe you might if you go to this retreat, um, I suggest you come to Genesis because like... There's, it's always open doors there, and it's it, those doors never close. It's like God's grace. He, you know, it, it those doors never close, and that's why Genesis is such a big family, and that's why we all feel that we're a big family in Genesis. And also, we don't buy. We're, we're like the nicest people you're ever gonna meet. Trust me when I say this, because when I first met them, I want to be antisocial, man. But when I started getting closer to them, man, I could call them family till I die. Yes. And so, and and we just got joined as we're closing by some guy with uh, tacos. <laughs> but Ivan, you got anything to say before we like close? You're just gonna be like silent. I don't know. Say what, what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Goodbye. Goodbye. We're gonna close this out with Ivan saying anything. Um, don't be afraid to open up to Jesus. He will speak. He will speak to you in any form of way. Just by um, reading the Bible, coming to Mass, or even coming to a group, um, Life Team, Genesis, we will be welcome, and he will be here waiting for you guys with his um, heart open so you guys could learn about him, and God bless you.
But I think what I want to share with regards to this is the fact that at St. Mary's, there's multiple groups of, of ministries and in, in, in other parishes and other parishes out there. There's like um, multiple youth ministries. But here is the fact is that they all get along. They all come together and, and they all support each other. And that's what we want. That's what we want from the church is not a place of division, but a place of unity. So I want to leave you guys. I always leave you guys with a scripture. Oh, someone's yelling out for tacos. But here's the last uh, thing with regards to the scripture that I want to share with you guys. And it's Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 2. And it says, Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. And if I can't say anything other than that with regards to what this ministry does, with regards to their ministry, you have to look at the fact that in Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 2, Jesus journeyed. Jesus journeyed. And what these young people are doing is they're journeying with Jesus. And further on in verse number 2, who accompanied him were people who were cured of their evil spirits. And that's what they have in these retreats, sanación retreats. They're healing retreats. And so I truly encourage you guys to truly give it an opportunity, give it a chance to come to St. Mary's, come to visit uh, Hennessy, see what they have to offer. And on that note, I just want to say that, that that's, that's, that's truly what, what missionary, what evangelization is. So until next time, I hope you continue to listen to another episode and future episodes disconnected with catholic.dad send us an email at catholic.dad50 at gmail.com with your comments and questions you can also send us a voicemail the link is in the episode description and maybe we'll put you on in a future episode to answer your question don't forget to rate this podcast and share it with your friends parents grandparents teachers total strangers ivan who's sitting right next to me we don't yeah. care we just want people to listen we just want you to like and share remember live a life of holiness we'll be praying for you please pray for us and most importantly until next time be blessed and be third amen brother all right so that's all we have if i can i have to cut that out this connected podcast is brought to you by the cabin want to get away and get some peace and quiet and rest yes rest but not too far away from home or the city Want to experience a true log cabin feel in the mountains? Well, I have the recommendation for you. The cabin is a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath that will do just that. With a beautiful wood fireplace lit and a glass of wine, you are sure to relax. With easy access from the main highway, private parking, easy access with stairs to the entrance, fast Wi-Fi, a full-size kitchen, and all the essential amenities will make your stay a memorable experience. This cozy log cabin was built in the early 60s with its original wood fireplace and a newly transformed deck with beautiful views of the San Bernardino Mountains. So, book your stay at the cabin in Running Springs, California. The cabin, located in the San Bernardino Mountains, is a beautiful place to see the beauty of God's creation. I have known the proprietor of the cabin for many years, She has always supported the youth and young adult ministries of her community, as well as this podcast. 
check out The Cabin on Instagram at thecabin2021. Again, that's at thecabin2021. T-H-E-C-A-B-I-N 2021.